Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. You can get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash designrecharge. There's over 180,000 titles to choose from, and I listen on my iPhone, but you can listen on whatever. You can listen on your computer, too, I believe. Um, anyway, it's through Amazon, and so it's terrific, and I've finished so many books, and this is the way I prefer to read. You can take notes. Did you know that you can take notes with Audible? And then they're saved, just like in regular. I just take audio notes, and then it, it goes back a little bit, so it plays it. It's amazing, and one credit, is $15 a month, audibletrial.com slash design recharge. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 307 of Design Recharge. I'm your host, Diane Gibbs. And I know my voice changes because I was talking to everybody before and then I, boop, it, you know, except I didn't boop. Anyway, boops what I do when I make a mistake. Anyway, if you, if you wait till the end, you'll see all the outtakes. So it's just a little tidbit. There's always something funny at the end, hopefully. Well, Maybe not always, but sometimes. So if you want to catch these show notes, you can catch these at rechargingyou.com slash 307. All right, so on with the show. So I have 30 minutes to get through what I wanted to talk to you all about. Okay, today is, it was a huge week so far for me. I know it's only Wednesday, but we had, we, me and the mouse in my pocket, I was like determined to get this site up and launched. And I hope that you know that the reason is because of y'all, of course, but then I've also have this, this group that I'm meeting with called the Power Station. It's a mastermind style group. And just knowing that I have to get, I, my, my self-imposed deadline, oh my gosh, amen, much needed update is what Andre said. It totally looks different. Like, I feel like finally it's reflective. Now, granted, all the pages aren't done, people, so don't go hunting all around. But, I mean, there even the pages that aren't done don't look terrible, but they're, I mean, it's so much better. Anyway, or at least I think it is. And I redid the, the logo, too, because I've hated that logo for forever. I think I did that in 30 minutes. Anyway, if you got the email yesterday night, or maybe this morning, depending on where you live, um, sorry for all the emails. You're going to get a bunch this week. So if you just hold tight or just hit delete or whatever, pretty much I'm going to tell you some things that are um, going on. So there's a, a new lockup that I would love to kind of get your opinion. So there's one at the top and one at the bottom. Um, it kind of curving around. It kind of makes me feel like a life is good kind of logo. Anyway, I'd love to kind of get feedback. So this is how having a group and made me have to do this. So I wanted, when I launched this, to have a full launch. Now, I didn't know for sure I was going to get the logo done because my friend Nathaniel's like, you get the pages done, then you, as a, as a uh, reward, you work on the logo. Because I kept wanting to just fiddle-faddle with the logo because it was fun. Anyway, so I did. I did a little bit of logo work, and then I would work on pages and then when I got a certain number of pages done, I would fiddle a little bit more. And then I'd work on more pages. And I ended up staying up for 36 hours, which if you got the email, you're, you already know that. So on Sunday, I never went to bed. My husband kept coming and he's like, are you, are you going to go to bed? Are you going to sleep tonight? And I was like, nope, I'm not. I'm just going to get this done. And I actually got quite a few web pages of my site done in that amount of time. And it, I went from a little sketch, a little wireframe sketch, that's how I always work. And then I 
just put it in. Now, I had already done the images and there were a lot of little things that I'd already gotten off my plate. I hadn't written everything or, but I'd done the, I mean, I bought the icons people. I didn't do those. I'm kind of mashed some together, but there's going to be some more used in other places anyway, but it's a good start for this launch. And so I launched a new logo, new website and a new program, which is a mastermind style and it's 13 weeks and it starts on August 1st. So it, the doors opened last night, super late. And I started it with um, what Dustin was able to get out. And Dustin's going to try to pop in about, in about, I don't know, I can't do math that good. 22 minutes? I don't know. Anyway, in a little bit. All right, so what I wanted to get across was last week I kind of talked about the fours. Is this for you, this group, and or any group, right? Again, you don't have to. I'm just really interested in you having a group of people that are holding you accountable. You can create this on your own. Um, you can kind of do what I've done and then just pick, handpick some people that are, are struggling, but also that are, you have, a, a, there's a lot of potential you see and that they're focused on their business. So this is, so one of the, so we're going to be talking about being a server. I totally believe that being a leader and if you're running a business, you are serving, right? You're serving your clients, you're serving your customers or you're serving their customers. Not like serving, can I take your order? But helping them, like it's not just taking their order and being an order taker. Cause I think most of us are kind of, we, we have to do that sometimes, or maybe we do that in the beginning, but now we're kind of moving to, um, <laughs> Andre says a money taker. I am a money taker. He says, yes. Um, I think we all take money, hopefully. Um, but what we are Order taking is not super fun always. Now we have to kind of do that to some extent, but one of the things that's great is if we can start um, kind of seeing what somebody wants or seeing what somebody likes. So say, oh, well, I like, you know, grilled cheese sandwiches. And then you're like, okay, well, I know the perfect grilled cheese or the cheese and whatever sandwich that would be perfect for you with the certain kind of bread. And you're, you're really peaking. Uh, picking all these pieces apart that are that are going with this. Last week, I kind of had all these fours that went with it. And this week, I'm talking about serving. So I did S-E-R, I'm sorry, S-E-R-V-E-R, -E -E server, being the server. So I don't want you to get confused as, oh, we're just order takers, because we're not, because we're looking, we're seeing, and then we're, it's, there's where strategy comes in. So the first one in this, in a group, any group, but the group that I made, we are having to do two S's. I guess I could have said servers. Well, we are kind of servers, but I'm just going to do them both at the same time. One, you have to know a specific audience, meaning it's really important for you to have clarity on what you're trying to do. Trying to be something for everybody is really hard because then if, if I always drew in purple, I don't say I always drew in purple and then you saw, you met somebody and they're like, oh my gosh, I love purple. I wish I could get blank. And then you'd be like, oh, my friend Diane, she loves to draw in purple. She would be perfect for this thing because you love, you wanted this thing in purple. So it's a, it's a, it's a, um, 
indicator of what you do. Now you may do lots of things that are that are in that purple range, right? Red, purple, blue, purple, whatever. But it but people know you for purple. So I think that and I've really kind of been on the fence of being a generalist because I do a lot of things and then being on something that I really enjoy. So I think I really like web design. I'm not a coder, but I think I'm good at helping small businesses have a much more professional look. For me, this is something that I am now going to be putting forefront instead of saying I do everything, although I do. It's just not what I'm focusing on because I want people to think of me as being able to help small businesses, medium-sized businesses get clarity on their message and create amazing websites for their brand. So I guess it's branding to some extent. One, I think you need to have a specific, specific audience. You have to know, and there you might have multiple audiences. You might have multiple silos that you're kind of going down. But for a group, for something, for a goal that's three months long, you need to have specific audience um, indicated uh, and decided upon. I'll do the other S at the end. Then you have to have empathy. So S-E, the next one is empathy. I think empathy for other people, you have to, it can't just be about yourself. You have to go in and listen and not just try to direct. I don't think my mom's watching. Oh, yep, she is. Hey, mom, is dad there? I really wish you would walk into another room then. Um, but my dad likes kind of control situations. And I know my mom would laugh if she could type. I mean, she can type. She just doesn't know how to type on her iPad while this thing is going. Anyway, she's not. She's a very smart lady. She's just not technology savvy. Neither is my dad. Um, so, but my dad likes to control the situation. I mean, I think we all kind of do. You know, I definitely like certain things a certain way. And so having empathy is not something that always comes uh, super easy to people who are super controlling because sometimes they just want to, my husband does this too. He'll, my dad definitely does this. Um, he will just, if I have a problem, he will just want to solve it instead of listening and helping me kind of go through the process of solving it for myself. So I think some of it's, listening. Maybe it is, Doc. Maybe it's a man thing. But my dad definitely does that. And I don't know if I'm going to be in trouble or not, but later I will find out. But they kind of like go off into like a soliloquy, you know, it, it, it stops being a conversation and it starts being a lecture. What I want is for to create uh, and have created a group where we can actually have everybody have a voice and we're going to let people, um, talk and we're going to ask questions and we're not going to make anybody the victim and we're the hero solving their problem. The next is R and the R is, there's a lot of R's. So that's why I had to make servers anyway. But then I think servers and then I think like, oh, she's web design. And then, then I think it's like a server, which I guess it could be, you know, we're all coming in. I guess it's a good analogy, but I was thinking, you know, serving. Cause I think as a group, we have to serve each other. The First R is read and research. I think you can't just expect that somebody else is always going to have the answer and you're not going to have to do any work. So I think you kind of have to be curious. If I could have made it have a C in it, I would have, but at least I spelled it correctly. So be curious, read and do your research. Okay. And then the V for servers is 
I think you need to claim it. So it's kind of like the category four thing last week is make your mark. I think you have to believe in yourself and believe that you can do this. And sometimes it's really difficult when you are in a vacuum. The other V, right? There's only one V. We're going to claim victory as the V, not vacuum, because we don't want to live in a vacuum, because when we're in a vacuum, we start having terrible conversations in our heads that we would have with other people, but they're not there. And you know, I mean, not weird, like crazy, like I have multiple personality disorder, although that would not be good. Uh, that is not, I mean, I'm not being unempathetic to people who do have that. I think there's great medicine. Anyway, let's not talk about that. But I mean, like having, oh, well, I think she would say this. And then I would say, do you know what I mean? Okay. So I think it's really important that you have this little um, cheerleader in your head. But sometimes that cheerleader is very quiet or very small. And the mean one, the mean bully, I call her Diane and then the cheerleader's Diane too. But sometimes we really need to grow the cheerleader and shrink the bully. And I think that we all have that inside us. Um, it's just who are you listening to? So if you have other people who are rallying around you and they will be your cheerleader, then I think you start listening, you start hearing the other cheerleader because you're not in a vacuum. But you do have to be open to sharing what's really going on with these other people What if, if you're creating a group on your own. And then, sorry, I have an itch. And then... You have to have for the next E or yeah, the next E is excitement um, or eagerness. I kind of put those both together. So there is a difference between just one difference between excitement and fear. And I think I told you about this when I was reading this, this book, I think it was the Gay Hendricks book, The Big Leap, hmm. or it could have been the Jordan Peterson book. Oh. Anyway, um, I can't remember. It was the summer. Anyway, he talked about there's only one difference between fear and excitement. That it's the same, like your body is producing the same sort of chemical reaction. And that one is that we breathe through it. Excitement, we breathe through it. Fear, we hold our breath. So think about anything you're holding in. It's kind of like the vacuum. You're collecting the dust or, or the, the bin is getting full. Um, but when you're open, you're going to be able to breathe through and be able to be excited and not fearful. But sometimes you have to have people around you to remind you, hey, don't be fearful. This is something to be excited about. You just got to lean into that fear and just keep going. And I don't know if you've ever ridden a roller coaster. Um, I think that I, the first, I was, I'm really short. I'm 5'1". I know I look really tall here. My head's cutting off. But I'm pretty short. Like this is what I'm, this is how tall I am. And I just have shoes on that are like this. I'll just go ahead and stand like this. So my head's not cut off. Anyway, I remember I was like in eighth grade before I could ride any of the roller coasters at Six Flags. I mean, I was in fifth grade and a first grader. I'm waiting for my mom to come pick me up and a first grader standing next to me. And of course I started talking to him because I I like to talk to people. And so I said, oh, what grade are you in? And he said he was in first grade. I said, who did you have? And he said, Miss Baldwin. I said, oh, I have I had Miss Baldwin. And he was so like Mr. Proper. And he's like, oh, so you must be in second grade. I mean, hello, people. I was in fifth grade. Fifth grade. And he thought I was a second grader. Clearly, I was short. 
Okay. So it took me a long time to actually be able to ride the roller coaster. And I think when you're a kid, you have less fear, you try things and you do things. So I think to some extent it was really, I was really afraid. I mean, really afraid to ride the roller coaster the first time. And it was, um, it was a big thing. I knew that my friends had been riding them since they were in fifth grade, you know, but I was always too short. Like, I don't even know why I went, you know, cause all I could ride was like the swings anyway. And they weren't cheap tickets, but I guess all my friends went. So whatever. I mean, I didn't go a lot people. We didn't have that kind of money to go to six legs all the time. I didn't have a membership or anything anyway. So I um, finally get, and we're going to ride this ride. And it was like the scream machine. If you guys are from Atlanta, I don't know if they have that in other places, but there was, there's a ride called the scream machine. And it's a very smooth and it went upside down and it went a bunch of turns. I was scared to death. I think I'd already been able to ride the Dahlonega, which was like a smaller one, but it was bumpy as I'll get out. I guess it was like taking you through like gold mines and, you know, it was, I thought all of them were going to be like the same thing, but going up that hill, oh my goodness. And you just know that you're going to drop. And if, I don't know if I thought I was going to die or slip out or I don't know, but I was scared. I mean, I wasn't like, Hey, shut this thing off. I, I got to get off and walk down, but I was afraid. But that is one of the most funnest things I've ever done is just do to ride on a, a roller coaster. I, I really like that. I've jumped out of a plane five times. I mean, I was attached to somebody, um, but I've, I've done a lot of kind of, I don't know, more edgy things, but I think it had to do with me getting over that one point. So I want you to be excited like you were when you were a kid, you didn't automatically have fear. Okay. So we have eight minutes. So then so it's eagerness too, you know, being eager and excited. So waiting in line and being eager and happy through that whole time. Maybe not happy, but eager and excited. And then there's the last R and then the last S. The last R is really important. It's about doing that work, right? But then retreating and reviewing and reflecting. So there's a lot of R's. So it's servers, okay? So a lot of R's there at the end. So you have to do the work, which is not an R, I understand, but you have to reflect. You have to retreat. I think you need to kind of go um, to a small trusted group. I don't necessarily think a vacuum, not completely alone. You do the work maybe alone, but then you come back and you um, tell people, here's what I, here's what I gleaned. And then they bring their ideas or what their knowledge or what they see. And it's really important that you're open. Okay, so reflecting. I don't think I do this enough. And so I think it's really important to have feedback, things like that. Those are things that I'm really always trying to work on and being able to accept it because, you know, somebody might be giving you something and you, I think you should ask, are you ready, open for feedback? And what that means is there can be two answers. No, you know what? I just need praise today. And I think sometimes we're at that place. We just need praise. Me as a teacher, I don't, I am terrible at giving praise. I know I am. I am working on it. 
but I just really want to fix them so then they can go out and get jobs, right? I just, am, I'm way focused. I know how much time we have and it's not really a cheerleading competition out there when you're trying to get a job. You just need to have the skills and be able to do the stuff, you know? So I'm, but I really do think as a group, we're not all going to be like that, you know? So I can kind of see things and pick them apart, but then hopefully be nice and, and this is why it's not just me, right? Okay, I'm putting my shoes back on. I'll be huge in just a second. I guess I could just step back. But then you wouldn't hear me as good. Okay, so then the last thing, the last S, look, I may be timed this so good. Could you believe that I could get done in 30 minutes? My mom will probably be super happy with me. Okay, and hey, Brian, I see you're here. Brian White. Um, the last S is to surrender. And that kind of goes into that, that being accepting of feedback. You have to be able to hear it and know that nobody is trying to compete with you. They are trying to help you be better. They are not trying to hurt you. Nobody in, in your group, if you're, in, if you're trying to make a group, you should not have people in there that are trying to tear you down. Not a good idea at all. Please, please don't. The first S was having a specific audience for that specific goal because we're going to have a, a smart goal. So, okay, I'm going to go back over them again. But you have to surrender. And um, I said surrender to who you're serving, so to having that audience. I said, um, gosh, I can't even, oh, and do it, do it for them and not for an ulterior motive. Not because, well, if I do this, then maybe Brian will scratch my back, right? If I do this for Brian, then Brian will do this for me. No, you just do it. You just, you give in this group to just give, not so that somebody does something for you, you just give. And I think, man, that has been, if I could tell you one thing that has helped my life be happier, it's just giving, 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 giving. And really right now I don't have a ton of money, so I'm giving time. And I think, I think that that is like a beautiful thing that we can just, an encouragement. I think I'm encouraging to normal people, just not my students. I'm working on it, people. I am. Okay. So let me go over them again. So one is have a specific audience for that SMART goal. And we'll go over SMART goals again. Um, you're going to have empathy. That's the first E. You're going to the, the next R is you're going to read. You're going to do the research, do the work. And then you're going to come in. You're going to, um, you've done the work. Now you're coming back. You're, you're being curious. You're finding out lots of things. You're claiming that you're victorious. You're going, you're going to get it like the little, it was a boy, actually, Brazilian. I was corrected, but it looked like a girl. Whatever. It could be a girl. It could be a boy that was doing that squat jump to whatever. Like, I don't, I don't know what they're called, but it was jumping on a really high stool that was not super structurally uh, solid. You know, he was knocking it over all the time. But he was knew he was going to get it. He knew box jumps. Thank you, Doc. Clearly, I don't go to the gym enough, or I don't do that kind of exercise. So but to, he just didn't give up. He, I want you to claim victory and then have excitement and eagerness, not fear. I want you to be eagerly awaiting all these things. When they, when you're feeling fearful, that is the, that is the emotion. That is the, the, um, I don't know if it's serotonin or cortisol in your body. That's having that fear response. I want you to physically breathe through it. And I want you to lean in and just keep going because then you're being worked on and you're being refined, which I think is great. 
And then that's the last E. The next R is the retreat and reflect. So have a group that you can trust, that you can get feedback from. And then the last S is that surrender. So I kind of wrapped that into one, which is servers, um, which is um, surrender to the process of feedback, hopefully, and um, surrender to who you're serving. So be really mindful of that audience. Again, we start with the audience, we end with the audience. And then I also want you to do it. When you are surrendering to getting feedback, you're also giving feedback without ulterior, ulterior motives, ulterior motives. And okay, so uh, Mario, I love Mario. You got, I don't, I, he has a really hard last, hey Debbie, um, he has a really hard last name. But you guys should, write it mario write it in the thing put your instagram handle there man he's like i'm gonna write i'm gonna read his book i can't wait when he writes a book okay it says jim Rohn: earn as much as you can go as far as you can serve as much as you can give as much as you can and maybe that was by amy g dala e sa the oh oh that's how you say his name Ki Kisavi. Oh, Ki. Man, I suck at this. Okay, I'm not going to say that because Mario's totally amazing at uh, calling me and being my friend and telling me not to put myself down like that. So it's something I'm working on. And I thankfully have great friends like him who are super encouragers, but also are going to call me hold my feet to the fire so that I'm not doing it. Amy Gidala is a fear response in your brain. Uh, the key word Jacob says, Jacob's in my group, the key word that Jim Rohn's statement is as much as you can. Think, I think we get overly stressed because we do too much. For me, it has been being inside a smaller group. Sometimes there are 100 people, 200 people. Sometimes there it's, you know, 10 people or 40 people or six people. Um, you got to figure out what's the right size for you, but hopefully you understand. We're going to go over one of the things I suggest you do if you're starting a group or you want to start a group or you just want to do this or you want to be in my group, the power station. Then I suggest that you have smart goals. And we're going to go over those real quick as we wait for Dustin. Because sometimes Dustin's late, but I told him he could come at 2.15, which is 2.15 my time, not his time, because that would be really late because I'd be like a two hours and 15 minutes for him because he's in he's with patricia in vancouver washington hey perfect man you were right on time oh yeah i know it's weird i i know sometimes that's not your best trait oh i think it is i'm just really good at being late <laughs> you're not that late ever i mean i don't, have, like, I don't have goals for being on time so i feel like i'm winning at it you're, you're doing great. I was going over SMART goals, so I'm going to do this real quick. So SMART is um, specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, or realistic, either one of those, and then time-based. So it's going to be something. So Dustin, do you, so we were talking about the power station. We were talking about some of the things, kind of a, another sort of framework that I came up. Do you want to tell them how you made $32,000 in a week? Yeah. Well, I have a... I go to conferences and talk about passive income for designers. It's kind of like my little side business is basically talking about my main business. And I had released the course a couple of years ago and did, did pretty well. 
I just struggle to do it again, mainly because there's so many parts of it I just don't like doing. And I think because my main business is doing fine, it just was easy to keep putting off. So then we talked, I told you about that, and I joined the group and got accountability from you for that. And essentially just the social accountability of it made me keep pushing it forward every week. And I got it done. Um, I tried a bunch of things I tried to get done before that. And and this was the only thing that worked. And um, yeah, I was able to like launch it really fast because I just, again, people were expecting me to have it done. So I was able to launch it very fast and um, yeah, I ended up making 32,000, I think, somewhere around there. I think that's awesome. Okay, so one of the things that we would do or we did in the beginning as I said, could you think of a um, consequence if you don't do this? Yeah. And and you couldn't think of one. And I noticed you have hidden it behind your head. Oh, yeah. No, it's right. Oh, here. it's right next to you. So yeah. you want to tell them what your consequence was? Oh, right. Yeah. So I, um, if I didn't get it done, I had to burn my guitar, which was really mostly upsetting to me because – um, it was mostly upsetting to me because I had just bought it a couple months before and my wife would be so angry if I burnt something that cost so much. So we agreed to that. And then I publicly sent an email out to my entire email list telling them that if I didn't complete the course, I would do that. Well, then the time came around and someone from that email list in my Facebook group was like, looks like it's time to burn that guitar, buddy. And I just, I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, I just was like, I got to do this. I can't burn this guitar. And so, yeah, I got it out and in the second week of it. And yeah, so that so was pretty you, high leverage. You had some, a couple of mindset shifts that, that uh, kind of broke through. Um, and some of it's just you because you're smart and you're reading and you're always reflecting, I think. Um, you want it, So one was that you said, people do this all the time. I don't know why. And this is a big problem you see with people in the course that they have this idea, but they just keep perfecting, perfecting, perfecting. Do you want to talk about that and how that kind of shifted something in your brain? Oh yeah. That was like probably one of the biggest things that happened from being in the group was, um, so for people that don't know, I have a site called retro supplier where I sell a lot of Photoshop, illustrator, procreate affinity brushes. And we release them almost every week. I mean, it's not a big deal. It's not overwhelming. It's not hard. Um, we just do it so much that it's very easy. And there was um, people in the group that were also had products that they had released or were in the process of releasing. And they had kind of been sitting, not, com- not fully completing parts of it for um, the same amount of time that I had not completed Passive Income for Designers, the course. And I just thought to myself, to some people, a course is like a pack of brushes. You know, some people make courses every week. So just like I'm getting something done in a, I'm getting brushes done in a week. Some people get courses done in a week. And I thought, all of a sudden I realized my own hypocrisy basically and realized I'm thinking, why aren't they releasing this? And then I realized, well, I'm not releasing this other thing and it's no harder. And that was a big flip for me. And it just changed the weightiness that I gave to, um, finishing a course. Then there was something else. I can't think of what it was right this second, but you don't remember what it was either. Cause I didn't tell you what I was thinking. Like what? I yeah. Um, you, I you think about you, something else maybe give me leverage. 
Yeah. So it was writing that email, um, getting that one. Oh, oh, I know what it was. It was the wrong time, right? You were releasing oh. this on July 4th, which to you people in another country, like uh, Andre in Portugal and anybody watching in the UK, we broke free people and we celebrated on July 4th. Well, this is not a good time when the majority of your people uh, your customers are in America. This is a terrible time to launch a product, but you did it. So, and you really had, there was something else that happened on that Tuesday. You wanted to do it on Tuesday. July 4th was on the Thursday. You ended up, can you kind of go through that? Because that's another kind of stopper for a lot of people is that they, they just let these other excuses kind of take over. Yeah. Well, just like I was, just like I'm typically late for uh, pretty much everything in my life, I was late to get the course ready. So I had tried to move it to a different platform. I did move it to a different platform that I thought was better. And I like always underestimated the amount of time it would take to do that. So then the day that I said I was going to launch, I wasn't able to launch it, which was uh, July 2nd, I think. Mm -hmm. So then at the end of the day, I had to send an email out and be like, uh, guess what? I'm not releasing it today. It's not ready. And People were fine with that. I told them, I just said, I'm so exhausted and I need to spend time with my kids. And I asked, I think I asked my daughter, I said, what should I do? I'm so exhausted and I have to get this done. And uh, she's five years old and her advice was really good. She was just like, you should just stop. So I just stopped, I just stopped for the day and sent an email and said, I'm stopping, I'm done. I'm, I'll get this out tomorrow. So then I worked on it all that day, the next day, completely burnt out and then sent the email out to release it. And uh, it was July 3rd in the evening, which is a horrible time to release something because everyone just got off work and probably has the 4th of July off and they're drinking beers or just totally disconnecting from work. So it was a horrible day to launch it. Um, because this wasn't, kind of, this wasn't gonna be open for a month or a year or endless. There was a short no. time frame, right? Yeah, yeah, it was, it was just um, going to be 30 spots essentially and I was keeping it open for seven days and I think like within a day there was like 70 people in it like I, I woke up and there was more people than the spots I said there would be and it was the 4th of July so yeah it's crazy there's so many things that we do that I think uh, we think matter that really don't you know like the platform was not polished like I didn't have all the fonts matched up I didn't have any of that done um, I released it on a bad day in the evening, which is typically not the best time to send out an email to sell something. I had 4th of July the next day. I didn't want to keep going that day. Um, anyways, yeah, it's interesting. So much stuff just doesn't matter. But in our heads, it does matter. And so I think having accountability and just saying, no, I'm going to just do this, and you did it, you attribute some of that to being part of the group or in a group. Oh. Oh yeah, for sure. Part, a huge part of that was being the group. A huge part of being the group is you can see you're hearing a lot of people struggle with different things. You're hearing their successes too, but for me, the most useful part is hearing people struggle because I can relate to them. And then you see struggles in others that you're blind to in your own self. So then it's easy if you're, it's easy to look at them and say, oh, well, they should do this. And then all of a sudden it clicks in your mind. Oh, they're also me. Yeah. And well, then you, you see things about yourself. And then you're getting a bunch of like feedback from people on what they think. And then you also have the um, added, uh, I guess it would be accountability of knowing that people expect you to do things. So when you don't do them, you just look like someone that doesn't get things done. And mm. that's fine, but it feels better when you do. 
Well, and that's not who you want to be. You wanted this to go. You wanted to to help a lot of people, and and you wanted to. You didn't want to sit on this anymore. Right. I wanted to be able to move it over and say, "Here's a, it." Feels good to me to have something completed and have it on a list of things that I've done. So I take it off of my list and say, "It's moved over here. It's been done." Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. So one of the other things that I I think this is when we were just talking back and forth was you. Um, it was so, it's so important to sleep. Like when your daughter said, just stop, I think it's really important to step away because sometimes we have better perspective. Now, granted, I did not follow that advice this past weekend, but, but you want to talk about how you really, because you said I'm eight hours. If I stay up eight hours, I got to take a nap and then go. Cause I'm, but your brain does something. You want to tell them what you learned about your, our brains? And oh, yeah. Um, so our brains shrink through the days that you're talking about? Yes. Yeah. So our brains shrink throughout the day. So when we wake up in the morning, we're typically very, our minds are clear. Most, a lot of people will say they get some of their best work done in the morning. And then you burn, you have all these little, I don't know what they are, little things, some sort of chemicals or things in your brain that you're, that are used to fire off little synapses and get things done. Well, your brain shrinks because it loses water and it's also losing these little things. And after a while, your brain is all out of them. And it, that's why you probably notice like you might eat foods that aren't good for you later in the day, or maybe you get in a fight easier with someone later in the day, or you can't, something that would normally take you 30 minutes takes you two hours later in the day because your brain feels like mush. So, um, what happens is when you go to bed, then your body redistributes water and these nutrients, right? That's when you're sleeping, your body heals. So anyways, that was good justification for the fact that I typically take uh, an hour to hour and a half long nap in the middle of the day. And it's true. I find that when I wake up from that, I feel like it's a second morning for me. So I get maybe two more hours of clear thinking time. Um, I get made fun of for it a lot, but it really helps me because you know, you have that, just that sluggish time in the afternoon. I don't understand. I just, I always resented that when I worked that I had to work through that time. Yeah. Like siesta, right? Exactly. Yeah. Like so siesta, I, yeah. I, I try to do something during that time. So this, this podcast or whatever we call this is during that time because I'm recharged by other people and I can't always take a nap. Um, cause I, Anyway, I do take naps sometimes, but I totally get what you're saying. And I love that you've said this before, that you have another morning, that you have that other creative energy. Maybe that's how you've been able to be successful is the secret is taking naps. It might be. Sometimes, haven't you ever done something and it's like late at night and like it, you do it for three hours and then the next, you, you don't get it done. Then you wake up the next day and you do it like you solve it in 15 minutes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I just realized... I'm not going to take the risk that I'm doing something for three hours that if I do it tomorrow, it will take me 15 minutes. I would rather just invest that time in sleeping. <laughs> plus, like, plus like your brain is like processing things, you know, like, so um, sometimes your subconscious mind, I think comes up with solutions. You know, you wake up in the morning and have an efficient answer. I noticed someone had said, uh, naps don't work for me. Um, you might experiment with the time. Some people, I was talking to actually my psychologist just yesterday about naps, and he was saying everyone has different time periods for naps. Some people, 30 minutes. Some people need to complete a full REM cycle, mm. um, which is about 90 minutes. So if you do it wrong for yourself, then you'll feel tired and sluggish when you wake up from a nap because you'll get sleep inertia. 
So you kind of have to experiment with different times. So Andre said he lays down for 20 minutes and then he gets up two hours later. So it could be that you need more. The 20 minutes isn't enough of a thing. So you just have to. Um, yeah. I sleep sometimes two hours in the day. It's typically an hour and a half. So Patricia, who actually lives in Vancouver, Washington, um, she, the, oh, wow. she says the slightly longer size of my new standing desk. Oh, it's going too fast. Um, has a hammock attachment under for naps. Very clever. That's nice. Awesome. That's very George Costanza. <laughs> for sure. But he would have like a head in something sitting in the chair facing the opposite direction. So it looked like he was working still. Um, so Scott said something. I don't know if you met Scott. He was at Creative South. He's from Arizona and he had a green, um, trench coat kind of like a light lime green anyway he said is there any chance in um uh having a more advanced passive income for designers course in the future i don't know the platform i'm on now lets you add multiple courses in that you can do as upgrades so i might do like little sections on different like little areas that are more advanced things yeah that are smaller so then having that release just so something even if they didn't buy this they could still buy that other thing you think yeah like you know like some people for instance in the course now are interested in copywriting but we really aren't going to get very deep into copywriting because we're just trying to get people to understand the basics and release to something so but i do like the idea of talking about copywriting it just doesn't fit into the context of this course so i'm going to make one on that might make one on um Paid advertising seems to be something people are interested in. Email lists yeah, uh, you're are really important. Email. Hey, thanks for helping me write that one yesterday. So you guys got an email yesterday. Pretty much Dustin wrote it, and I just adjusted it a little bit to be. But he totally, and then he was one of my um, examples. But I think that, you know, we have people at our different places in our group that, um, and one thing that we did last week, which I think we're going to do again this week and do a little bit more of this, is that we all kind of, or, or I had four people who had successes or had results because we don't always just share successes. Sometimes it's sharing a failure or how something didn't work so that we can kind of learn from each other so that we don't all have to fail or whatever. Um, one thing was when we were looking at, you were kind of walking us through, cause I had asked some questions about email and email and sending those and kind of the campaigns and things like that. And you were walking us through and you are just a brilliant writer. You're really clever and you write, if, even if you don't even like brushes people, you should just get his email for the, <laughs> cause he's clever and funny. Um, but there was, uh, you were there and then Jacob said, Hey, well, can you, can you look at this or can you see how many people unsubscribe from this? Or, and he, you said, no, I don't know how to do that. Or I don't think this. And Jacob was like, no, I know click here, click here. And I thought that was really cool too, because now we're, it's the power of, and that's why it's called the power station is that we're bringing all this, this energy and this positive energy in together, but we're also bringing our knowledge. So our knowledge bases come from different places. Hey, that rhymes. Yeah. Our knowledge bases come from different places. Anyway, and so then another, oh, we're able to learn from each other. Go ahead. Yeah, just like another perfect example of that was um, Will. I had mentioned uh, the software called Hotjar that lets you do heat maps. Uh, it lets you do recordings of people on your site. Just basically put little polls up on your site. You can gather all sorts of information from people on I had mentioned it and I use it one way for my business, but 
because I sell e-commerce essentially. And Will was looking for leads for his freelance business. So he installed it and used it. And then he shared that. And it's interesting because you hear he was very good at deciphering what certain actions he learned through Hotjar meant. You know, oh, so these search terms don't work or they're paying a lot of attention to this certain area. I should, you know, that made me realize that I need to change this area or push this area up because it's so important to people, et cetera, et cetera. And yeah, so again, it's like instead of your, you know, they say fail faster. Well, if you're with a big group of people doing stuff and they're actually pushing themselves, they'll probably be failing. So then you get to fail, you know, uh, exponentially faster by seeing other people's failures which makes everyone actually succeed more. So when I was a kid, my sister was four grades older than me and um, my mom is not here anymore. So I can share this easily. Anyway, my parents waited up for us. I mean, there was no like, uh, we never snuck out. I mean, never, ever. But my sister had drank some in high school or at college even, but before she was 21, because that's how old you have to be in America to drink. And so she came in and my dad, I remember him just blowing up at her and I was like, okay, I will never do this. I will, I'm like learning from the sibling. And I think about this when I teach design, I think about the same thing. I'm like, Hey, just cause Judy's having a problem with this. If you are paying attention, then you will never make that same mistake that Judy made. Don't use these critiques as, oh, well, I didn't do that. I'm not going to listen or I don't, you know, design like that or whatever. It's like all just this amazing um, conglomeration of information. So it's just about coming together. You might not be there right now, but at some point you might need that information. Right. Yeah. And and people will tell you differently. Yeah, just perspectives you would never, ever have. You know, it's kind of when my daughter told me to just stop. That seems really obvious, but I didn't even consider just stopping. Or when you're in the group, someone, you know, that maybe is not familiar with exactly what you do compared to what they do, they'll tell you, they'll see it from the outside and give you this very helpful perspective on it. Yeah. That's all really helpful. Well, and I think it's important that we are able to I think uh, Jacob said over there, it's like you're uh, the group is a mirror and they, they may be telling you um, sometimes you just need encouragement, but sometimes it's like, Hey, could you tell me what you see? And then it makes it better. It makes it stronger instead of it just being in a vacuum. So thank you for helping me explain how the power station has helped you. And I, I appreciate you being in there and, yeah, you bet. Can I, can I mention one more thing that I think is, you had mentioned there was like four or five successes and um, some people, of course, turn the process still of doing things. But something else really uh, interesting I noticed is I think people start to realize that maybe the thing they initially went into the group for, they come to realize actually is not even what they should be doing in the first place. Maybe they realize it's not going to help them to get to the goal they actually got. I mean, Imagine how freeing that is to realize that like, oh, I need to, I want, this is my goal to get this done. And then all of a sudden you come to total clarity that you don't need to do that. And then it's done because you just realize you don't have to do it. And then you move on to something else. So, I mean, that's also a case. So sometimes if someone doesn't, you, maybe you don't launch something, maybe that's your success as you find out that was not what I needed to do. And you just freed up massive amounts of space psychologically and in terms of time and whatnot. Anyways, well, and thanks think- for having me. Um, I think that that's one of the things as I've grown in this group or facilitating, because I'm learning as well, but 
when we were talking about, for me, it's been mindset issues. It's been a complete like, um, you know, I just think it's important that you are able to talk through things and, and express where you're having, a, where you're hitting a wall. And I think sometimes we see somebody else hitting a similar wall and we can see how they can go around it. So then we're able to apply it to ourselves. And I think that that's been a very strong thing for me in the group. I've been able to see things in other people. And then I'm just like with my sister, I was throwing her under the bus there, but um, we learn from our siblings, I think. So, you know, it's just, I think it's good that we can learn from each other. And that's kind of what the group is. So I, I greatly appreciate all just you being my friend, but I appreciate you being in the group. Yeah, well, thanks for letting me in. I know I was like a week late. You still let me in, so I appreciate it. Uh, Dustin asked me, he's like, hey, what is this group thing you're talking about? And I said, and I told him, and then he said, can I, can I get in there? <laughs> it was just a week, so I was like, sure. So we had done our intros, but then Dustin made his, his late appearance, right? We just, it was fine. We, we were happy. We are all happy that you were in there. So anyway. Thank you. And if you guys don't know, I already put the links in, but I'm going to put them in again. Passive Income for Designers, you guys can check it out. I think there's a list. You can get a free course. The, mm -hmm. Yeah. And then um, <laughs> Mario says you like to make a grand entrance. You were very on time today. I'm super, super impressed. And you can find some really killer brushes and textures. And I have this papers. There's all kinds of things I use from retro supply and they have for procreate they have affinity now um photoshop and illustrator brush brushes and you just released something that von glitchka had done like i have the book so i have the cd people but yeah what what it's thing the, takes a cd anymore you know yeah that, that classic crumble crackle burn book uh doc reed who's in the group with us he'd actually um mentioned it's like the classic probably one of the first texture packs in analog form by Vaughn. So yeah, we put that up on the site. It's all revised to be current. It's pretty cool. It is. So, and then you guys can always follow him on. And so I don't remember when, but I think it's in October. So Suzanne was one of my kids and she's one of my friends, but she works for Dustin. She's his only full employee, right? And they yep. talk and do stuff. And so then um, she and some other people who work remotely are going to be on. So you'll get to finally, if you don't know Suzanne, you'll get to meet, meet her via the internet and this awesome thing called Zoom and the Design Recharge. But you can follow Dustin actually started illustrating, did an illustration project last summer? Something like that. Around Christmas, maybe. I don't know. I don't remember. I remember I was walking my dog and I would be like, oh my gosh, that one's awesome. Oh my gosh, that one's awesome. And it was one of the things Dustin's always said since the very first time I met him, which was I think in 2000, I don't know if it's this one. I think I have it marked. You know, I keep my sketchbooks. So I have this in here where I have where Dustin made $237,000 on and and I think it's funny that you always are like yeah you tell people um the numbers and they remember it and I took so many here's the number $237,741 I can't remember all that stuff but 
I took so many notes from this one thing. He gave us exercises. So if you ever have an ability to go get their email addresses, look at all these notes I took. They're kind of messy, but look, cover image. There was tons of stuff. I don't even know how many pages that was, but that was a lot of pages. Oh, wow. So that's amazing. You are doing a, um, I think maybe still you're going to do a one day workshop, maybe in Portland sometime, sometime with Brad Woodard. We're supposed to in September, but I, I can't tell if we are or not. <laughs> well, I mean, because I'm not sure if he's, if he wants to do it. So how would people find out? What's the best way for people to find out about you and what, what could they do? They can get free brushes today if they don't, right? You can then go to your site and get some free brushes, right? Yeah, we have a freebie section. You can get like our best-selling font, which is used by Fossil and made by uh, the Hudspa sisters. Uh, um, yeah, you just go to our site. There's a freebie section under other or something like that. And um, you want to see something really silly? Yeah. So this was sent to me. Um, by Tom from Design Cuts, but it was made by a company that listened to the podcast. This is so silly. Look at this. It's me. Oh, it's you. It's me on a wax thing. So I can. We were joking on some episode of the podcast and like talking about having me have a wax seal. So this company sends me this wax seal with my face on it so I can wax seal my face onto envelopes. It's so oh ridiculous. Oh my gosh, I love that. That's amazing. It's like the most narcissistic stamp you could ever possibly have, like your own <laughs> face, like wax, like even a wax seal is pretentious to put onto a letter you send to somebody, but to have your own face on the wax seal is just, it's, it's so crazy. Anyway. I love it. I, and it's gold too, the wax seal color. <laughs> I know. Well, the others too, too. It's pretty cool. Oh, one's copper. Yeah. Oh. oh yeah, there you are. Yeah. Who did those illustrations, Lisa? Lisa Glanz did them, yeah. Oh, man, that's awesome. Well, I think that's that's amazing and funny and it is pretty pretentious, but I think you should use it, especially like on official letters that you send to Suzanne. Oh, this one's coming from Dustin, <laughs> like the Pope. I should, you know, I should like use it for ones from Suzanne. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. For bananas. So I'm going to share a couple things with you guys. You can go to the power station, just so you know, is um, – it's $100 a month, and you get a special coupon code uh, if you're on this list, the Design Recharge. So there's a family discount, um, and you can get there. You have to apply, and there's just an application process, just four questions. You can already see the questions, so if you don't want to answer the questions or you don't think you're going to answer the questions in a way, then you know that the group's not for you. But if you go to rechargingyou.com slash power station, you're able to kind of see who the group's for, how long it goes, what times we meet, which we meet on Thursdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. Um, and anyway, if you're interested, we start the next round August 1st. And you can check that out. You can also follow me at Design Recharge. But that's it. So thank you, Dustin, so much. Yeah, thank you. Hey, here's your commercials at the end. Another way to support the channel and the podcast and get extra content like the videos that I add each week or you get first dibs on some things. We do projects together and our next project is going to start August 1st. Can't wait. So, and then you get to do it with other people and I'm real, real excited about doing it. We do four a year, three a year, three a year. Anyway, we do some every year. 
and we get together and we talk just us patrons. So it's really cool and fun. Anyway, if you want to be, a, you can support the show for a dollar, five dollars. There's some other tiers as well. And there's other content that goes with those. And sometimes I just, it's simple as I do a part two video. And the most recent one was, was this Sean Ferguson part two. And it's only for patrons at patreon.com slash Diane Gibbs. D-I-A-N-E-G-I-B-B-S. I just wanted to tell you about my favorite way to build websites. It's with the Elementor plugin. Elementor is, I've used it with multiple different kinds of uh, themes. It's a WordPress plugin. It makes almost any theme invincible. This plugin has literally changed the way I've been able to design websites. I am really able to do it within a two-week period for sure, and I really attacked. I love it. It's so much fun. Elementor makes it so easy. It's like butter, people. Like butter. Makes it smoother and yummy. So if you want to implement with this plugin, it is like $200 a year. Totally worth it. Totally pays for itself in one website. So I love it. I hope you think it's a game changer too. This plugin you can get through my affiliate link. Um, and it's bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash D-R, capital D, capital R, Elementor. So the D, and, the D and the R do have to be capitalized. Just so you know, these are affiliate links. That means if you click on the link and you purchase that item, I will receive an affiliate commission. So it's not really sponsored, but these are people that I have affiliate connections with. But I'm only, I only tell you things that I love and that I use. So go use Elementor with a capital D, a capital R, Elementor, all lowercase. Bitly dot L-Y, capital D, capital R, Elementor. I don't know why I said it twice. Anyway, support the show on Patreon, patreon.com slash Diane Gibbs, all lowercase, and Audible. Remember Audible, it's changed my life. It's the $15 a month, people. Uh, audibletrial.com slash design recharge. I don't think anything has to be capitalized in that. All right. I'll see you next week. Oh, hit like, subscribe. You can do the bell or not. And if you ever want to come live, all you have to do is um, sign up at design recharge or well, designrecharge.org or rechargingyou.com. It'll all take you to the same place. And then just sign up for the mailing list and then you'll get a link and you'll come you can come live and it's at 1 30 central time you can do the math wherever you live thank you guys for watching hit like and subscribe oh, man bookers why can i not find my audible commercial oh oh well bookers 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 you know like i have it up and then i just guess i lost it okay well i'm just gonna read you this one i think i can pretty much do it from the get-go. This is not the right place. Oh, here it is. They're big. It's like a really big type. Here we go. Okay. I should just start it again, but I'll just cut it out and put this at the end. Today's pro well, <laughs> I just spit all over. Okay. You want the news, not the weather. I got it. Speci oh, he's here. Oh no, Bookers. Um, Bookers, did I not put in the right thing? Oh. Dustin, I don't know why. Here, I'll just ask you more. Promote to panelist. Okay. Hey, look, there we go. Okay. Oops. So, um, um, 
man, I can't. Whew, here we go. I'll just cut that out.